I'm not a vaccine hoochie. I'm not a vaccine slut. You're not going to put it in my butt, and you're not going to put it in my arm. And if you try to give it to me, I'm going to cause you bodily harm. Yeah! This woman is mentally ill. You know, we can look back in a time in history, they were put in trains and taken to gas chambers. It is a human trial. It is, it is genetic therapy. Basically, anyone taking these vaccines, they're all designed to do the same thing, um, is going to have neurological disorders within one year. Most of the people taking the vaccine will be dead within 10. They are conditioning us to think that this shit is somehow normal so that in a few months from now, when they require the you-know-what in order to unlock that refrigerator, people will not even bat an eye. Why do you think I'm fucking crazy? You're listening to Facts and Friends. Welcome to this unfit and unprofessional episode of the Facts and Friends podcast. That's really all of them, I think. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Tino, and joining me this week is my friend and co-host. If we were a video podcast, you'd see he's wearing not one, but two not vaccinated stars of David patches on his chest. It's Judson. Hello, Judson. No, no, I wear them on my Stetson hats, actually. You don't know this, but I always wear cowboy hats when we record. I didn't it's, know this. It's the only time I wear them. Like, I, I look ridiculous in them. You're wearing other things, though, right? Like shirt and pants? Uh, that really depends on the week, Tino. Okay. <laughs> so, Judson, would you like to explain why I called our show unfit and unprofessional? I mean, other than the obvious reasons? Uh, yeah, because, it, because it's appropriate. <laughs> it perfectly describes us. What might I be referring to? You are referring to Nikki Haley. Oh, you said her uh, her white name. <laughs> she was the governor of the state I was born and raised in, mm-hmm. South Carolina. Horse fucking capital of the world. Among other things, we are the horse fucking capital. She referred to Kamala Harris as unfit and unprofessional after a tweet on Friday. Oh, I can't imagine what Kamala must have said. It must have been horrible. It was just so shocking and appalling. It was- What was it? It was, enjoy the long weekend. And? That, that, that was it, wasn't it? <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> That was the that was the it whole was tw- basically just have a nice weekend. It was a picture of her and of, of Kamala and enjoy the long weekend. That was the whole tweet. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, if you aren't licking the boots of the military at all times, uh, you are unpatriotic. I guess. Didn't Donald Trump attack the military multiple times? Yes, including the haters and the losers. Yeah, he actually was unfit and unprofessional. That phrase describes a lot of people. It turns out. Can you not say have a nice weekend and not also support the military? Well, did you see the the other the other tweets? Which ones? So Fox News obviously jumped on this tan suit gate for for Kamala. Right. Said the tweet said, "Disgusting disrespect." Vice President Kamala Harris ignites outrage over misfire Memorial Day tweet. Have a nice weekend. <laughs> Enjoy the long weekend. Yeah. Okay. And then not twenty two minutes later, Fox News also tweeted, "Cheers Memorial Day weekend twenty twenty one cocktail trends." Oh my God. <laughs> How unfit and unprofessional of them. They're red, white, and blue cocktails. If there's a photo. (laughs) I think we're actually going to talk about this a little later in the show. Oh, are we? Oh, yeah. We actually are. This does come up (laughs) later on. 
not the specific tweets, but the mindset behind them. Yeah. So, yes, uh, everyone was very upset that Kamala Harris's tweet on Friday. I'm sorry, you said everyone? I'm sorry. People were upset. Some people, a small subset of all people. Right-wing fanatics? Basically, and anyone that- We're going to hate anything Kamala Harris says no matter what. And anyone they- Even have a nice weekend? And anyone they could convince that this was somehow inappropriate uh, as well. Well, the other thing I mentioned in our introduction was the Star of David that you're wearing. (laughs) That I am- Allegedly. Allegedly wearing on my Stetson hat, yeah. So I'm going to explain that as well. Last week, we played our first ever round of, what the fuck is Marjorie Taylor Greene talking about? (laughs) The subject of which was this clip. This woman is mentally ill. You know, we can look back in a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star and they were definitely treated like second class citizens, so much so that they were put in trains and taken to gas chambers in Nazi Germany. And this is exactly the type of abuse that Nancy Pelosi is talking about. I gotta say, it's really more like a third or fourth class citizen. I don't think second class is the gas, straight to the gas chamber. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Dark, but apt. I I just, yeah. Mm -hmm. As it turns out, Judson, lots of people were wondering what the fuck she was talking about. Many, many people. Everyone played our game, basically. Yeah. So so she tweeted some uh, clarification. Quote, did she? Vaccinated employees get a vaccination logo, just like the Nazis for Jewish people to wear a gold star. <laughs> Vaccine passports and mask mandates create discrimination against unvaxxed people who trust their immune systems to a virus that is 99% survivable. <sighs> It's weird she didn't put God in there somewhere. It's weird that she doesn't know how analogies work. No, she doesn't. (laughs) That's less weird to me. (laughs) I guess that's true. Well, Judson, one small business owner slash domestic terrorist thought it would be a great idea to uh, sell Marjorie Taylor Greene-inspired Star of David patches with the words, not vaccinated on them. Right, so literally doing the thing the Nazis did to the Jews. Yes. The thing that she claims the vaccine passports and the vaccine logo is, they actually literally are doing about not being vaccinated. Correct. And they don't get how that's, first of all, stupid and not just, you know, not just disrespectful, but, and, and just obviously horrifying, but just stupid. Like it's this thing we're getting into later. I, I can't, I can't wrap my head around it. It, it, well, Judson, the store that's soon to blame cancel culture for putting him out of business, Hatworks. <laughs> well, they posted a photo of a woman on Instagram. She's proudly wearing this reprehensible patch. Right. And the caption of the Instagram post was, patches are here. They turned out great. $5 each. Strong adhesive back. We'll be offering trucker caps soon. <laughs> yeah, I actually saw that tweet. Yeah. Well, it was an Instagram post and then people retweeted it. Yeah. The reaction was uh, swift and not positive. <laughs> you you could say that. And it turns out the person who runs the Instagram page, I'm assuming it's the owner, but I don't know that we know for sure. It probably. They yeah. also proudly attended the January 6th insurrection as oh. evidenced by another post of a photo of them at the preceding rally. Lovely. I don't know that they breached the Capitol, but they were there. So they were there in spirit at any rate. But they were physically at in <laughs> yeah. Washington, D.C. that day. Right. We're just not sure if they were inside the Capitol. We don't know for sure. Right. Well, Hatworks took down the Star of David post and put in its place this non-apology. Quote, people are so outraged by my post but are you outraged with the tyranny the world is experiencing if you don't understand what is happening that is on you not me i pay much more respect to history by standing up with the fallen than offering silence and compliance that is the worst crime it was then and is now i will delete your disgust and hope you put it where it belongs i think they did end quote which judson (laughs) it brings me to a game i'm calling judson what the fuck is hatworth's instagram talking about (laughs) we can't do this every week man (laughs) 
They're too crazy. <laughs> did you actually see the update on this story? I did not. Okay, so Hatworks, at least two major hat suppliers, including Stetson, have discontinued allowing them to sell their products, basically. Last I saw, it was up to four. It's a lot more than that. or oh. Well, I don't know if it's more than that companies, but in terms of the brands that right. are no longer allowed to be sold there, it's a lot. Cancel culture, Judson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know it, next week we're going to report that they, they're claiming cancel culture. I'm sure that that is the case. If they haven't already, I don't follow their Instagram. But they've been canceled by their suppliers they've been held accountable for yeah, their behavior yes, of course in a free market <laughs> by companies that don't want to be associated with them yes they have brought shame to the brand basically of stetson hats and other all the other that's the only brand i know i can't think of a single other one this is something that they brought on themselves as you as you pointed out i mean th this is a a free market issue they they did something reprehensible did not really apologize for it or seem to understand why it was reprehensible and are now suffering the consequences when people no longer want to do business with them that that's all it is but that that is what they call cancel culture the fact that they suffer consequences is canceling finally this segment judson we wanted to catch up with some covid-19 vaccine news i was particularly tickled when i read that a concert promoter was selling tickets to a teenage bottle rocket show for a thousand dollars though thousand dollars thousand dollars but people with proof of coronavirus vaccination could get a slight discount of 982 dollars <laughs> so 18 bucks if you're vaccinated a thousand if you're not I, I, that seems fair. It was an amazing fuck you to political <laughs> hack and bargain basement Trump ripoff Ron DeSantis, <laughs> who has been making sure COVID-19 kills as many Floridians as possible. DeSantis issued an executive order recently forbidding businesses from requiring patrons to prove they've been vaccinated against the coronavirus. Right, including um, uh, cruises, right? Yes. So what the ban did is pretty funny. But what followed the announcement were spam calls, threatening Facebook messages, and a badly misspelled email warning that their next show could be their last oh my then outright saying quote your fans are going to kill you oh my They're, they are not backing down which is great but it yeah. also reminds me that there were a lot of sane scenes in air quotes <laughs> covid anti-vaxxers in the news this week and i thought we could share a few of the stories with uh with our listeners okay first there's a daughter who recorded her father bribing her not to get the covid19 vaccine Oh, man, this guy. Yeah, with a promise of $2,000 before he weepingly espoused some conspiracy theories about the vaccine. Yeah. Have a listen. Not by definition of vaccine. Then what is it? It is, it, it is a human trial. It is, it is genetic therapy. It isn't. It isn't. It's not a vaccine. It doesn't fall under the category of a vaccine. It's not FDA approved. Why are you trying to buy me off with it, though? Because I love you. Why do you think I want to buy you off? I, I don't want money, though. Like I know you don't, but I don't know what else to do. You didn't do this to Michael and Kelsey. They already got it. Don't you think I know that? Don't you think I know that? Why do you think I'm fucking crazy? Yes. <laughs> Your mother got it. Why do you think I'm fucking crazy? <laughs> My family is gone. My family is gone. By the end of this flu season, most of you will be dead. What the fuck do you expect me to be? I think you're gonna be. I think you're gonna be wrong. <laughs> That's what I expect you to be. All right, I shouldn't laugh. <laughs> I mean, I, I get he's upset. He's he sounds a, a, like a like a more upset version of my dad. And the this is a this is a experiment. Right. Well, doesn't you're a dad. I am. So maybe you can help me with this question. Sure. If you thought one of your daughters might do something that would result in her death, 
and you subsequently decided to bribe her in order to keep her from doing it, would you really set the bribe ceiling at two grand? Well, I mean, that may be all he's got, right? I mean, what else What, what else can you do? You could offer, like, installment payments for the rest of her life. <laughs> well, that, that's that's fair. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I don't know how to bribe your daughter out of doing something harmful. Yeah, that's a good question. I hope to never know how to do that. Okay. I, I it that just seems like such a weird thing that he thinks his whole family is going to die during flu season because they got a vaccine to fight a virus. That that's the, that's the thing that gets me about this is he is so utterly deluded about the reality of the situation. And I don't know where that particular one is coming from because that's that was a new one for me. But that's that's fucked up. Those right-wing conspiracy quote-unquote news outlets i guess well then of course she and there was this all too clever internet sleuth she uncovered a national conspiracy by the drugstore chain walgreens okay in her video she shows footage of a walgreens that has replaced their traditional glass door fronts in their refrigerated beverage section uh-huh. with full-length video screens that display the products and prices inside the uh refrigerated section okay now i can kind of picture that, I guess. Now, those of us who aren't nearly as intelligent as this Huntington Beach woman might think <laughs> Walgreens replaced the glass with display screens so customers could clearly see the product without holding the door open and wasting energy on refrigeration while also clouding the glass and making it difficult for the next customer to see the products in the display case. I mean, I guess... What the fuck are you out of your damn mind? I guess that could be a reason, yeah? I know, Wesley. That's a crazy assumption on my part. Let's... <laughs> Let's find out what Walgreens is really doing from an expert. Okay, so a lot of you asked where this was. It was at a Walgreens in Huntington Beach. Now, my first thought when I saw this was, what the fuck was wrong with the glass? Last I checked, that was pretty sufficient and did the job quite well. This seems like a massive waste of money and energy. Do people really need a screen for this basic information to compute in their tiny pea-sized brains? <laughs> well, then I noticed the banners rolling across the tops, toting the you-know-what. The, the vaccine. <laughs> It's the vaccine. Yes. The you know what is the COVID-19 vaccine. And just to describe really quickly, at the top of the beverage display screen, there was a public service announcement ticker just reminding people to get vaccinated. Yeah, please. Hey, remember, we have vaccines here. Please get one. All right. Sorry, totally stable woman. Please continue. And then it all made sense. Okay. They are conditioning us to think that this shit is somehow normal so that in a few months from now, when they require the you know what in order to unlock that refrigerator, people will not even bat an eye. In fact, they will probably love it, just like they do their muzzles. These sheep will just continue to blindly comply, and actually they'll probably think, oh, I love these, now I never have to remember my wallet because bringing a wallet is so much work. Wah! I don't care if it's too hard for you to remember to bring your fucking wallet. You manage to bring your mask everywhere you go, so asking you to bring your wallet shouldn't be too difficult. But no, then of course, we will be the crazy conspiracy theorists for even suggesting it, right? It is. So a couple questions, Judson. Uh, I, yeah, I have I have some of those. What does the wallet have to do with anything? I, I mean, I know what she's saying. I have I no don't. idea how she got there. She thinks that there's a microchip in the vaccine that will be used to unlock the currently unlocked display cases, I'm pretty sure, and used to pay for items. This is the, uh, the, the, the mark of the beast conspiracy theory that will have no money in these transactions and that will use these microchips to do all of our buying and selling. Okay. Second question. Sure. Is the COVID-19 vaccine like Voldemort or something? Like, why can't she say its name? <laughs> Is it that the vaccine that must not be named? I, I agree. I didn't understand it. If you name it, you give it power, Tino. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> 
I don't know. She's crazy, man. She's crazy. Well, then there's a surprise twist ending of the video wherein she offers this self-referential admonition to all of us. I am just so over stupid people and I am by no means the smartest person around, but it doesn't take that many brain cells to realize that we are pretty damn near close to fucked. So let's wake up, guys, before it's too late. <laughs> I mean, she ain't wrong. <laughs> so, I mean, she's wrong about everything she thinks is true. But she doesn't but, actually realize but, she's talking about herself, though. At yeah, that last she point. doesn't realize that at all. And we are pretty well close to fucked, just for a lot of other reasons. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Finally, Judson, we've come to the part of the show where you wish death on another human being. Wait, what? You didn't. You weren't in the pre-production meeting, so apparently, I I should probably stop skipping those. I'm talking about none other than anti-Semitic, anti-LGBTQ pastor turned anti-Semitic, anti-LGBTQ <laughs> quote-unquote news commentator. <laughs> Rick Wiles. Rick Wiles. Okay. I'm, I'm starting to get on board. Go ahead. <laughs> well, Justin, Rick Wiles is known for a lot of things. None of them good. Yeah. He's a quote unquote Christian pastor yep. and founder of and contributor to the far right anti-Semitic homophobic conspiracy promoting website. And you'll love the name True News. <laughs> Pretty much guaranteeing that it's not. You notice how many of these legitimately fake news sites name themselves like real news or truth.patriot.eagle.gov. Yeah. Yeah. It's how they convince stupid people that they're more than just bullshit. Very stupid when, people. When they're not. Well, the reason we're talking about Pastor Rick today, Judson, is not because he refused the COVID-19 vaccine, calling it a worldwide plot by agents of Satan, by which he means Jews, to- which. Which he, which he did. To carry out a global genocide, but that's not why we're talking about him. Okay. We're talking about him because he's now very sick with COVID-19 <laughs> in the hospital on a ventilator. I got it. How do I fix surprise again? I forget how to fix surprise. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to say here? Like, of course he is. Of <laughs> fucking course he is. There's just a little background on, on Pastor Rick. <sighs> Rick Wiles has claimed vegan burgers are a satanic conspiracy to take over Christian souls and that the government is trying to alter our DNA to prevent people from being reborn. Does that include chicken? The 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 meatless chicken substitute. Just the vegan burgers, I just think. Just the vegan burgers. Okay. Just just to be clear, I don't I just right. need to know what I can order okay. to avoid Satan. He once insisted Barack Obama killed Antonin Scalia. He But we but we all know that it was actually It was Katy Perry. It was Katy Perry. Right. Okay. Duh. <laughs> He also claims that people will die because of gay marriage. He reserves his deepest hate for gays and Jews, but especially Jews. Here's what he said about Trump's first impeachment. And once again, I say first impeachment because Trump was impeached more than once. Twice. Yes. Unlike any president in our history. Anyway, yeah. here's what he said about Trump's first impeachment. That's the way the Jews work. They're de they are deceivers. <laughs> they plot. They lie. They do whatever they have to do to accomplish their political agenda. This impeached Trump movement is a Jew coup. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Do you think he supports Israel though? Because <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> we'll get into that in a minute too. <laughs> also, here's Pastor Rick talking about Richard Weber Jr. He is a former board member of the LGBT Bar Association of Greater New York, and okay. he spent his life working tirelessly for the LGBTQ community. Richard Weber died in 2020 of complications due to COVID-19. Oh, man. And Rick Wiles had this to say. So one of their senior lawyers for the gay rights movement died today in New York City of coronavirus. Wow. There is a judgment. I'm telling you, a plague is underway. Get under the blood of Jesus Christ. Do not be in opposition to the Lord Jesus Christ Amen. and his church. I can be, look, I don't care who criticizes me. I don't care who's, who, I bet who you mocks do. me. I I'm bet you here do. to tell you 
that there is a plague underway. There's a death angel moving across the world. So this person died because God killed them because they were gay. Yeah, God kills everyone, though, if you believe that God controls everything, right? Wiles also claimed that the COVID-19's quote-unquote death angel was aimed at, guess who, Judson? Is it, is it the Jews again? That's right! <laughs> Shocking. Chief rabbis urge Israelis to stay away from synagogues. Well, I would too. Stay out of those things. There's a plague in them. God's dealing with false religions. God's dealing with people who oppose his son, Jesus Christ. He's, he's dealing with the forces of Antichrist. And there's a plague moving upon the earth right now. And the people that are going into the synagogues are coming out of the synagogues with the virus. His son, Jesus, if you believe this bullshit story, was Jewish. It's true. It's very true. <sighs> oh, man. All right. This has been Judson wishing death on another human being. <laughs> I mean, I you're not alone. I just like it better if I just say it's you. I'm not wishing him death. I just feel like I am. Maybe that works out better for everyone. I just no. I want this guy to die of COVID because now there's they have this huge like prayer. Yeah, yeah. They ever, they're trying to get everyone in their network to pray for him. And yep. if he comes through, they're just going to say it's because he was Christian and everyone, all the Christians prayed for him. Right, right. They won't credit the science or, or the medicine. And I'm kind of rethinking how our position was when Trump got it too. And I feel like maybe we made the wrong, took the wrong stance on that we as did. well yeah because publicly at least yeah publicly <laughs> you don't want to make a martyr out of these guys but they should suffer the same consequences that these people that they are railing about are suffering it won't change a mind it won't change a thought no. it'll just put a smile on my face <laughs> and i don't care that sounds callous it might actually ch make some people realize how serious this is that's just gravy to me. <laughs> All right, Judson, we will be right back after this break, wherein some white anti-vaxxer woman is uh, rapping on TikTok. Wait, what? We added the music. <laughs> this woman is mentally ill. You know, we can look back in a time in history where people were told to wear a gold star. They were put in trains and taken to gas chambers. I'm not a vaccine slut. You're not gonna put it in my butt, and you're not gonna put it in my arm. And if you try to give it to me, I'm gonna cause you bodily harm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not a vaccine hoochie. I'm not a vaccine slut. I'm not a vaccine hoochie. I'm not a vaccine slut. Yeah. You're not gonna put it in my butt. You're not gonna put it in my butt. You're not gonna put it in my butt. Don't you think I know that? So Judson, I know you have something really cool planned. Yeah, wouldn't go that far. But before we get to that, <laughs> I just have a few notes for Ms. Not Vaccine Hoochie's TikTok video. <laughs> what is a vaccine hoochie? <laughs> So that's the audio we featured in the break. Yeah. And I, I gotta say, it's a subpar effort at best. I think of myself as a bit of a song parody writer. I, you are. I enjoy doing that. Now, the folks couldn't see the dancing, so I want to dress that. <laughs> it's not good. It's not great. It's not great. The kick at the end was kind of fun, though. The, yeah! I don't know if you noticed, but she's not wearing a Star of David, which I think 
is a huge wardrobe oversight. Well, I mean, they just got those in stock, you know. You can't expect them I don't to know. You already. could CGI it in or something. <laughs> I've heard, and we're going to talk about this later, you can Photoshop wardrobes after the photo or video is taken. I've heard that too, actually. But Justin, one thing I can help her on is the actual song or, or rap or cheer. Wait, you're the expert on cheering. So <laughs> as, as a former high school male cheerleader, would you call that a cheer? I think that's what it was, and it was not very good. I did not care oh, for the wow. I did not care for the, the, the rhyme scheme. How many the, out of 10 would you give it? Uh, like a three. It, it just That's higher than I would. <laughs> I mean, the first and second lines don't rhyme. And I don't think it's because she's trying to be avant-garde either. Yeah, the rhyme scheme was just bad. I didn't I didn't care for it. Well, I scribbled down a suggested revision. Okay. Do you want to do the honors, Mr. Cheerleader? I do not. I would like to okay. hear you do the honors. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Don't want to take credit for your work here, Tina. I'm not a vaccine hoochie. I'm not a vaccine slut. You're not going to stick my coochie. You're not going to stick my butt. If your needle tries to shoot me, I'll kick you in the nuts. <laughs> that's better. That's better. They I, all run. Yeah, that's, that's much better. What the hell, buddy? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Wait, who let Ricky Schroeder's testicles in here? Security! <laughs> all right, Jensen. We, we've handled... Ricky Schroeder's testicles. Do, have, mm, phrasing. Can we, yeah, can we, can we re redo that? Can you? I, uh. I don't know how you're going to follow that, Judson, but go for it. What are we talking about? <laughs> we are talking about the paradox of the Republican Party right now. The, okay. And not that they are themselves a paradox, but that they believe in a variety of paradoxes. I, it, this all stems from a Twitter thread that I, I read by uh, a guy named Will Stancil. He's uh, at WH Stancil, S-T-A-N-C-I-L. Okay. And he does uh, he does policy research focused on fair housing, school integration, and demography, and has opinions on Twitter. Socialist. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know about that, that much about him. But he had this Twitter thread that I read the other day, and it just made me think that, yeah, yeah, this is what we're seeing. So I'm going to read from his thread first and then we can maybe talk about it, uh, about it okay. a little bit. So he said, one thing you see a lot on here, Twitter, is people pointing out the contradictions in the putative views of Trump's GOP. COVID is a Chinese plot, but also a hoax. The insurrection was Antifa, but also a tour of patriots. What people need to understand is that these contradictions aren't a symptom of Trumpism. They point to its very core. It's emotional, psychological appeal to millions of, Amer of Americans. The ability to sustain these contradictions is why Trump was elected, how his movement exists. Ultimately, what Trump offers, what fascism offers, is a philosophy of total emotional and psychological indulgence. Believe whatever makes you feel best, live your politics examined. Don't want to take credit for the insurrection, but want to claim it's dead as your martyrs? Go ahead, say it! The Capitol was attacked by Antifa, but Ashley Babbitt was a hero patriot. Hate China, but annoyed by the scolding liberals in their masks? Call the coronavirus a democratic hoax? and at the same time, a deadly foreign bioweapon. Voters aren't drawn to Trump's politics because of a specific policy view, or really even an ideology. They're drawn to them because those politics say, please think whatever is easiest, indulge in your laziest ideas and basest prejudices. There are no rules, save one. You must support the leader. You cannot abandon the leader. Support for the leader absolves you of the burden of rationality and the sin of inconsistency. Indeed, faith in the leader can be proven by embracing irrationality and rejecting consistency. Prove your faith. That's why Trumpism and fascism reliably attract the worst and the weakest, the dumb, the selfish, and the cowardly. It's an endlessly flexible vessel for their worst vices, willing to forgive anything and let them do anything in exchange for loyalty to the strongman. The mistake American political thinkers keep making is to try to link Trump to pre-existing ideology. There are ideas associated with Trumpism, of course, but they are the symptom. What happens when you let people indulge in whatever fleeting hate takes their fancy? You can't understand Trump's rise without looking at this deeper psychological appeal. This is his promise to his voters. It's why nothing his movement says or believes makes sense and no one seems to care. 
It's also why we can't triangulate or maneuver his supporters away from him. They don't really want any of what we're offering anyway. They want the freedom to do and think whatever they feel at any moment, something no liberal of any description could ever promise. Okay. That's all him? That's all him. Okay. And he's right? No, he's not wrong. I mean, I'm not sure I agree with every word. No, I, I, I don't know that fascism always ends this way or starts this way. Don't you feel like capitalism plays a big role in this thinking too? I Do I think capitalism plays a big role in Trump's thinking? No, 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 no. In, in Trumpism in general, phenomenon of Trumpism. Uh-huh. So like, how did Fox News rise up, right? Like Rush Limbaugh and the AM talk radio people were sort of the predecessors of talk news in recent history, at least. And what that taught people, what taught these companies is that there is an appetite for people just being fed bullshit they want to hear. And we can make money off of well, this. Well, it's not even just bullshit so much as it is people spewing hate at the people you want to hate. Right? I mean, that's what Rush Limbaugh did. That's that's a lot of what Fox News does, though, couched in different... But they're people reinforcing your ridiculous views. Yeah. Whether or not... Or hateful views or conspiracies now. I think a lot of it stems from that initial bit was hatred of the other, uh, whether that yes. be a, a, a racist all, all, Almost or all a, of it at least stems from there. Yeah. I think you're right. I, and I, it, part of it is capitalistic because obviously Fox News showed that you can make a lot of money doing that, right? Right. So I don't know how many... Of, we've had this conversation before. I don't know how how many of those people on Fox are true believers or who are just doing it for the paycheck because it pays really, really, really well. I've had to stop watching CNN. Because why? Because I don't want to pay for a streaming service uh... that carries news and all of them do except for one. Because if you do, you're funding Fox News. Yeah. All of them have to pay Fox News. Fox News doesn't need to run a single advertisement. Right. Because of the cable companies and streaming services, because of what they pay Fox News. Right. They license the licensing fees to, to run there. Right. Yeah. So now the only news that I can watch live is the CBS 24 hour news feed because it's free. Look, capitalism is the root is at the is the root cause of so many of, of the ills in our society. It's definitely not blameless for sure. Well, you give capitalism a better shake than I do, I guess. <laughs> It's no, you're, no, you're right. It is, it is a, it is a bad system. Unfettered capitalism. Yeah, unfettered, How about that? Exactly, unfettered capitalism, which is mostly what we have now, is 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 a bad system. It does right. not help anyone but those at the very top. Well, and the and the Republicans have branded regulation as a negative socialist thing. Right. Exactly. That interferes with business. No, it's no, it, it's necessary to protect the people. Humans will do whatever the fuck they can to get ahead if they think they can get away with it. They will exploit any loophole. It's why the Constitution isn't sacros shouldn't be sacrosanct. It needs to evolve. It has to, yeah. Because a reality changes. Like that's a that's a whole tangent. Sorry, <laughs> it's fine. Back to your point. Th this, I mean, Stancil is right that this is we can't win these people over, right? Like we're not going to. At no point have I ever been able to convince a Trump supporter that anything Trump did was wrong or immoral. Which is terrifying. Yeah, at no point has that ever happened now there have been people who have come around out of some of these conspiracy groups like the guy who you know apologized to anderson cooper for thinking that he ate babies or whatever it was that he thought when he was deep in the q right cult but for the most part people don't come out of this sort of thing because they don't have any desire to because they're comfortable where they are because they can just think whatever the hell they want they don't have to it doesn't nothing has to make sense nothing has to be reasonable nothing needs any proof just their feelings are all that matter they, they have those shirts so fuck your feelings except that's right. all they have as right. evidence it's just they feel like tom hanks is a really bad guy so he must be part of this giant hollywood pedophile ring that doesn't exist 
as far as we can tell. And to, to, just to speak to the notion of Trump can do no wrong, I mean, that is clearly delusional thinking. Everyone can do and does wrong. Yes. I mean, except for like Aaron Taylor Johnson. But <laughs> everyone I mean, else. He, he did get married, right? So. Oh, even him then. <laughs> even him. <laughs> so everyone. It's one huge indicator that these people, that we're not dealing with rational individuals here. Exactly. There is no Democrat that I think is above <laughs> reproach. No, definitely not. They are all, they, they have to be reproachable. They have to be everyone. You have to be able to criticize the people even on your side. Yes. Because they're going to make mistakes and you're going to have to hold them to account. You're going to have to make, you know, course corrections changes as you go forward because nobody gets it right all the time. You know, Rick Wiles actually criticizes Donald Trump. Does he? Yeah, for being controlled by the Jews. Uh, oh my god! Maybe he doesn't. I didn't make that up. Maybe he doesn't support Israel. Maybe maybe he's the one guy in that group that I don't is, think he does. <laughs> but speaking of what, that's one of those things I was we were talking about these these paradoxes that these people believe right. in. They are supportive of Israel. They're pro Israel, but they're also basically all anti Semites. Maybe not openly like Rick Wiles clearly is, but at some level they're engaging in like you know using the Star of David right to push their anti vaccine nonsense trying to compare getting a vaccine to being gassed to death. So there's all these examples, and I, I uh, will stand some noted a couple, like, you know, COVID's a Chinese plot, but also a hoax. And right. the insurrection was Antifa, but also just some patriots taking a tour. You know, I signed up for one of those capital tours we I, advertised last I didn't, week. I didn't sign up. Oh, you did? I did. Oh. I did. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna skip it still. I'll take you some I'll take photos for you. That's that sounds good. Give me give me one with the speaker's podium. Sure. <laughs> As you're walking off with it. Absolutely. So I had a few others, like, you know, America is the greatest country in the world. But but they also think that America is a socialist hellhole that has to be purged. Mm, that's a good one. I, I mean, the election was stolen by Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Who's also a senile old, old man who has to hide in his basement. Like, which is it? They don't have to pick a lane. That's what Trump gives them. This cognitive dissonance, they're immune to it while they support him. Right. We ran across one on Twitter today. This guy, Jacob Levy, said, U.S. conservatives in 2020, we have to leave the statues of racists in place so that we can remember and teach about the history of racism. U.S. conservatives in 2021, it is illegal to teach about the history of racism. <laughs> that, one was, that one's a really good one. Uh, man, it's just... I don't understand. But it gets back to it gets back to people selling the right, this affirmation of what they already feel. So they will spin the shit out of this. So they won't say it's illegal to teach about the history of racism. They spin that to be your teaching that America is a racist nation. Right. Not the history of racism. That's how they frame it, right? Of course. The framing is different. Right. And that's not fair. So so they just re they spin things essentially. It's very funny because remember Bill O'Reilly like made a mark with the no spin zone yes. quote unquote <laughs> no spin it was zone, yeah. absolutely it was nothing the entire spin. spin only the spin only zone <laughs> it was like the spin cycle yeah <laughs> I mean we've, we've we commented on it before they're pro-life except no they're not they don't do anything they're not pro-life they're not pro-life not it's, not, pro -life. It's, it's the exact opposite they're, they're free speech but not you Liz Cheney they're anti-cancel culture but they invented it, it cancel anyone and everyone for any slight any sort of deviation from the tiniest thing yeah. they are white supremacists who are exceedingly mediocre <laughs> That's a joke. <laughs> I see what you did little, there. It's a little bit of a joke. <laughs> it's everyone is lying to you, except for the known serial liar, Donald Trump. 
Yeah. And we could go on and on, but his thread really made me realize that Trump isn't a bug in the political system. He is a feature. He's the natural result of a party proud to carry on the nativism and xenophobia of the Know Nothing Party, while finally, truly, knowing actually nothing at all about the shared reality we all inhabit. I don't think there's a way back from this. They live in an alternate version of reality that lets them hold their awful beliefs and assures them that they are the righteous ones, the enlightened, the truly woke, and everyone who disagrees is in league with Satan. They can't be reasoned with, they can't be persuaded, they can't be cajoled into rationality. They will, as Obama once said, cling to guns or religion. Because Trumpism, this weird confluence of authoritarian personality cult and complete rejection of logical reasoning, is 100% religious, based on faith in a completely fictional story made up to control the gullible. What I say is that Republicans care about preserving and growing their power. Yes. And I don't know where I heard this. It was some political, either a podcast or TV show, where they said, for Democrats, winning an election and gaining power is a means to an end. For Republicans, it is the end. Power is the goal. Yeah. The power power is the goal. Democrats strive to get power so they can affect positive change. Right. They're trying to enact their policy goals. Right. Republicans just want power, especially Trump. They even abandoned all pretense of it in the last election cycle when they didn't just they just decided they didn't need a party platform anymore. They just whatever Trump said. But no one heard that story on, on the right. No one heard no, that story. Of course not. And I mean, look at Texas. Look what happened in Texas. Which part? The, their, their, their voter suppression law, oh, which is yeah. the worst one yet sure. in recent history. I mean, everything's bigger in Texas, so including voter suppression. <laughs> well, like, I just want to be careful when I say it's the worst one that I'm talking about in recent history. I'm not talking about the right. voter suppression when women couldn't vote and blacks couldn't We're vote. We're not talking about actual Jim Crow. This is just the current version. Right. So the latest news in state-sanctioned voter suppression that that's come, that's comes out of Texas, Judson. SB7 was their law. Yes, it's SB7. And and to be fair, it's not just voter suppression that's, that states are turning into law now. They're also making it easier for states to overturn election results that they don't agree with. Make Making it possible to actually steal an election. Right. Right. Like I said, the law in Texas that they're trying to pass is the worst of the bunch so far, not only because it would make it far harder for people of color to vote in more ways than the Georgia bill, but it would make it alarmingly easier for typically right wing Texas judges to overturn election results. Right. And we don't have time to go into the specifics of this law. We don't have to because, at least right now, it's blocked. It's dead. It's not, oh, it's not dead at all. It's well, not even remotely dead. It's dead for the moment. It's unconscious. D- Texas Democrats had to walk out of the chamber to, to Right, stop. something that they've rarely, that rarely, really happened. Yeah, they denied the Republicans a quorum so they could not proceed with right. the vote. And they essentially time expired on this particular iteration of the bill. Well, did you see what Greg Abbott did? Uh, did he call him back in a session? He's going to. He said he's going to call a special session of the legislature as early as tomorrow. Okay. To restart the whole process. Sure. I I think that was expected. He was going to call the special session. Yeah. This has been added to the agenda because of what the Democrats did to to block it. But he went further. And now he he is threatening to defund the state legislature so as to deprive them of pay. So he is going to cross out their budget item in line item fashion so as not to pay them in retribution. Justin, can you tell our audience how a move like Governor Abbott's promotes democratic rule and representative government? It doesn't? No, it doesn't. <laughs> Does it? That isn't his goal. No, his goal is to to, to, to preserve and grow power. Yeah, that's it. it, it, it Every loophole, and, Judson. And, and and stick it to the Dems, let's be honest. That's also a little bit of uh, a little bit of revenge or... They don't give a shit about that. That's what their constituents care about. That's what the far right mouth breathers care about. I think some of those people up in the office also care about that. Well, some of the people up in office are right wing mouth breathers now. <laughs> that's Marjorie true. Taylor Greene comes to mind. Matt Gates. Matt Gates. They're starting to elect these people. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, as um, the Huntington Beach uh, Walgreens lady said, that we are pretty damn near close to fucked. We'll be right back. 
Looking for a podcast that speaks to you? Look no further. The Boys at the Facts and Friends podcast have you covered. My name is Tino, and with me, as always, is my friend and co-host. You all probably know him as the Jewish space laser operator, Third Shift. (laughs) Third Shift? God damn it! But I know him as Judson. Hello, Judson. Hi, Tino. Host Judson and Tino bring you some of the funniest takes in podcasting. And how long did that marriage last? It lasted three years. Three years, that's right. Three years after it failed, she killed herself. I did not know that. Yeah. It's a very sad story. You sure know how to make a joke funny. (laughs) Always positive. Fuck you, Mitch. He beat your entire party into submission, and you helped him do it. Fun for the whole family. All she needs to be qualified is a black pussy. No brain needed. You'll always have fun listening to the Facts and Friends podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Before we get to this week's closed topic, I wanted to remind you that the Facts and Friends podcast is written, directed, and produced by Judson and Tino, with contributions from a grown man who pushes way too hard to get people to watch Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. (laughs) It was a hard sell, man. (laughs) It was not successful with me. Also, the Facts and Friends theme was composed just for us by Omar. Quick announcement. We've decided to suspend our weekly calls for listener talent for a bit so as to slow the influx of dick pics to the Facts and Friends Gmail account. I think there was got some wires crossed there. That was not specifically... I mean, I guess we were kind of open-ended there, but it it was not what we were looking for. We appreciate the offers. (laughs) I guess they thought that was their talent. (laughs) Sure, yeah, I guess that, that's reasonable. Some of them... Uh... We're an audio podcast, so your dick pics don't really translate. Now, if you record yourself describing your dick, then I suppose you could... Paint Tino a word picture of your penis. <laughs> <laughs> but in all seriousness, we really appreciate all of you listeners, and, and we ask that you exhaust a tiny bit of your time and all of your reputation to help keep us on the air. If you could just let your friends know about your 27th favorite podcast... <laughs> And, and suggest that they listen. Hell, you can even send them a link to your favorite episode while not so gently suggesting they subscribe. 27th favorite. That's that's uh, that's higher than what it ranked us, actually. <laughs> you mean the number's too low? There's a lot of podcasts out there, Tino. <laughs> How many do you listen to? I don't listen to that many. Right. I don't listen to 27 podcasts. No, no, def- definitely not. All right. We also love hearing from you, so drop us a comment or DM on the Facts and Friends Facebook page with feedback, criticism, sexy haiku, penis word pictures, or messages of support for Rick Wiles' death by COVID. (laughs) Oh, God. If he's dead before this comes out, that's going to be a problem. I'm not going to have any problem with that whatsoever. (laughs) We might have to re-record us partying for the stinger. Are we taking credit for it if it happens? Maybe. (laughs) Also, please follow us on Twitter at Facts and Friends. Facts, the letter N, friends. Individually, you can reach me on Twitter at Uncle Tortilla. And Judson, tell the folks how they can reach you. And uh, you can find me uh, at The Fault and My Arse, as well as on the Facts and Friends page, usually. Excellent. Well, Judson, it's that time of year. Graduation. Oh, yeah, I guess it is. Sure. And there's a high school story that that really caught our eye last week. It did? Well, it's what didn't catch our eye. (laughs) It's very (laughs) eye-catching. The Bartram Trail High School 2021 yearbook. I hear you're an avid reader. Uh, n- not of high school yearbooks, but 
Oh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> I might have you confused with someone else. <laughs> it came out recently. Well, it turns out, Judson, the school dipped its toes into the ever-deepening waters of cancel culture. Okay. Do you happen to know what they were canceling? I Is it boobs? Is that what they're canceling? That's right. <laughs> it's boobs. <laughs> and in some cases, shoulders. That one really bothered me, actually. <laughs> canceling the shoulders. That just, like, it, it just... Uh... Man, some clever teacher or administrator with mad Photoshop skills <laughs> went, went through the yearbook photos uh, before the yearbook was published and altered at least 80 photos of female students and only female students. The reason given, Judson, uh, boobs are gross. And I assume you agree. Well, I don't want to get into that. Um <laughs> The girls who had their photos altered to either cover some slight cleavage or, in at least one girl's case, her shoulders. Bare shoulders? Heavens to Betsy! Those girls were understandably upset. Yeah, it's their senior yearbook photos. Turns out some of them felt the school was making girls feel ashamed of their bodies. Uh, they were. And the dress code, Judson, is pretty fucking absurd. And that's that's the excuse that the school district gave for what they did. That, that they were <laughs> doing it to make sure that the photos were compliant with the dress code. Yeah, I'm sure that's the reason so the dress code forbids girls to wear tops that do not cover the entire shoulder or from wearing shorts or skirts that are more than four inches above the knee shirts quote must be modest and not revealing or distracting <sighs> earlier <laughs> earlier this year the school even conducted what it called a sweep wherein administrators stood in the hallway calling out girls for their dress and or taking them out of their classes for dress code violations i feel like we're in like the 1600s in New England. <laughs> no distractions? Yeah. I, I saw some quote of some girl saying, no distractions? You realize these boys aren't looking at us. They're looking at porn on their phones. Well, I was once a teenage boy, it turns out. Really? And it didn't matter. You were a cheerleader. I was. It's true. It didn't matter what the girls wore. Like, we were always distracted because that's what teenage boys are like, it turns out. They're distracted a lot. It's it's just their natural state. Oh, just distracted in general. In general, sure. But I mean, kids that age, boys and girls are distracted by the opposite or, or the, the gender they are Whoa. attracted to. I, my fault. Careful there, buddy. <laughs> I corrected myself, but by the gender they are just attracted to. They are, or the genders, or the... Uh, you know, what, what, whatever you are digging yourself deeper and deeper and deeper. <laughs> whatever attracts kids, they are they are distracted. You should go by work it. for True News. Oh, I, mean, I hear they need an on on air personality. <laughs> I'm always speaking from my own experience, so that, that's that's what I have. I went there to, to all work boys with. high school, and I was indeed distracted, oft distracted. But I hid it well because I was afraid of getting beaten up or killed. Sure, and that that that's a, was a reasonable fear. I feel like. It's also worth noting that this, the yearbook ran unedited photos of the boys' swim team in which the boys were dressed in nothing but Speedos. Those were not photoshopped. Would you find those distracting, Tino, if you were a high school student? Thank you for that qualifying statement <laughs> at the end of that. <laughs> what do you I think? don't know. My lawyer's saying I don't know is the answer to that question. Prob <laughs> probably not. Probably not. <laughs> But it just, to me, it's just such a, I mean, it's obviously a double standard and it's always been a double standard and it's, it's, it's beyond time to move past this ridiculousness of blaming girls for boys having hormones. Absolutely. I, it's just, it's absurd. Yep. Boys have to learn to control it just like everyone else has to learn to control it. Control any impulse. Yes, exactly. We can't simply act on everything we feel. That's, that's not the way society functions. Well, unless you're the right. It's not the way society functions. It's not know? the way society is supposed to function. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, you're right. Donald Trump was president. You don't think he acts on every fucking impulse? I mean, it's 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 once again it's 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 a, it's a very mild form of victim blaming, right? Yeah, it is. It's this culture uh, where girls are responsible for being raped because of what they were wearing or how yeah. they behaved, and and it's it's absurd. It, and it's just one small facet of it. But we can fix this, and we're not. We're making it. We're making it worse. We're we're perpetuating the problem. And religion has something to do with it as well. Absolutely puritanical. Bullshit, bullshit Christian beliefs, yeah. Well, leaving the serious part aside for a moment, mm-hmm. the photoshops were bad. They were super bad. <laughs> it was as if the person or people doing the censoring intended to make the changes subtle, <laughs> but had never seen a computer before. <laughs> Didn't know how colors worked. Colors or patterns <laughs> or human bodies. Honestly, to, to really, truly appreciate the story, you're going to want to look at some of these Photoshop jobs. Absolutely. Which is why Judson will post some of the best slash worst examples to our Facebook page this week. I can do that. Awesome. Finally, when asked about the yearbook edits, a furious Matt Gates fumed, free the nip. <laughs> he later tweeted that he had contacted Venmo about suspending his 26-page ad buy in the Bartram Trail High yearbook until further notice. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Now, Judson, we also had a school nutsack story, but we had to cut it. Mild, you can yeah. say that! I'm gonna slap this guy in the fucking face! God damn it, you two! You you can't just drop in whenever you want! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think this season has a theme, Judson. I, I, I'm not sure I signed off on this before. I, again, I must have missed that pre-production meeting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta stop skipping this. Yeah, you really should. <laughs> Anyway, thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week for our annual LGBTQ plus pride show Yay! where Judson will have some splaining to do. <laughs> I feel like straight people have like taken over pride now, though, right? Isn't that how that works? They really had SNL did a, a fairly funny bit about did that. They? Okay. <laughs> but it's true. And we'll talk about that next week. That sounds good. Take care, everybody. Yep. <laughs> sorry. I stole your catchphrase. You took my yep. Former President Trump's former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, at this conference over the weekend, a conference featuring QAnon believers, suggesting a military coup should take place in the United States just like it did and it is going on in Myanmar. Watch this moment again. I want to know why what happened in Myanmar can't happen here. No reason. I mean, it should happen here. No reason. That's right. Mild, you can say that. I'm going to slap this guy in the fucking face.